Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! The return to glory. Dude, I'm, I'm laughing so hard right now. <laughs> so I read that back, I was like, oh, man, that sounded like a dick there. <laughs> no, I was just messing with you. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah I don't know my laptop. I forgot it. I have my iPad, so hopefully that will uh, – I can edit stuff on that. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, what I wanted to talk about today, like, obviously, I want to hear about the Clovernook Open, and then I want to talk about – my tournament last week and the one I'm currently playing in. And I don't okay. know if you want to Sounds talk about anything. Happened? Uh, not special. I just want to, you know, talk about it. Okay. Yeah, let's make it happen. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I played a very, very, very small role in, in the Clovernook Clover Open. But, um, yeah, I had to get out of there pretty quick because we had a flight to catch. But how'd the rest of the week go? Dude, it was awesome. It couldn't have been any better, to be honest with you. We had 86 players. So, um, yeah, 32 guys made the cut. It was perfect. I mean, really good. We sent them off in twosomes. So, if, I'm, I'm talking from, like, a tournament host and tournament director standpoint. I mean, I wish I could have played better. But, I mean, uh, after you doing, played? Yeah. I thought you were hurt. I was, but I played in the tournament. I took a cart. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Did you make the cut? No, I did not. What was the cut line at? Cut was minus three. Oh, you, had wow. to shoot, you had to shoot three under par better to make it. And only 13 under par won. Damn, who won? So, Michael Davin chipped in on the last hole for birdie. To win? to win yeah and joe mccarthy knocked in an eagle putt like 30 45 minutes beforehand to take the clubhouse lead and it was pretty cool like i was inside and we saw this thing track and track and track and then it went in and like he just let off like a fist pump and like a like a f yeah like it was sick <laughs> that's so awesome yeah i wish we would have gotten it on camera but we got the chip it on camera so yeah, it was yeah. pretty exciting. It was it was fireworks and then some. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, and then the first tee clinic was after the first round. It was really interactive. The kids were engaged this year, and a lot of uh, kids from the surrounding communities and schools. So it was a really really good success. The pro am was awesome. I mean, you were there and a part of it. Um, everything just kind of went went well i mean the course setup was great um we like the, the flags weren't even that difficult of positions either and um just the setup was just like the weather was perfect like firm and fast greens um rough was a little down so it wasn't quite makatiwa height but dude, i'll tell you what like if you grow the rough up like it can compete with makatiwa for sure yeah no, for and sure. I mean, even even difficult. It's good. Yeah, yeah, dude. I I gain an appreciation for that for Clovernook and their greens more and more every uh, 
every, more and more every day that I'm out there. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys uh, speed them up for the mm-hmm. tournament? Not really. Maybe a little bit, but it was just they kind of kept them cutting at the same speed, but just let the mother nature take its course and just dry everything out and firm it up. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a little damp <laughs> when I played it. I haven't played that course yeah. since I was in college. Well, welcome back. Yeah, I had a had a good time out there. Um, I know uh, the guys I played with enjoyed um, Paige being out there with us. So <laughs> I bet they did. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Um, I didn't touch a club for like four days prior, so knocking some rust off was was nice but i had to turn it the next day so getting out there and just getting some reps in was was what i needed but sounds like it was a good week though yeah it was great flat out unbelievable i mean i'm beat and worn out from it but overall i mean it couldn't have been any better that's good are uh you getting healthier now so Turf toe still there. We're gonna we can get into a little bit of TMI, but I went to the doctors today, and uh, we're trying to like diagnose it. So I got some blood work done in case that it might be gout, which is like an arthritic, like some sort of like arthritic condition that like attacks your joints, and like the big toe is like a spot where it usually like goes to people. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of like make sure that's not, just trying to like rule everything out. But I got an appointment with a like an orthopedic doctor on Thursday, so we'll see we'll see how it feels after that and uh, nice. what the diagnosis is. But um, no, I think I got like a rock like embedded in my foot too. So like a little tiny pebble. Wait, what? Yeah, that or it's a planner's wart. So, like, my right foot has, like, seen better days. But you know what? We're making it work. And, Tell you uh, what, man. My feet, back 100%. my feet have been beat to shit. I got, you know, the, like, calluses and planner's warts. So I'm going to see a doctor next week to figure all that out because it's, uh, it's tough when you're on your feet as much as we are, you know. I mean – I'm not complaining about playing golf every day, but you know, well, you anyone that walks or is like standing all the time, like, holy heck, just like taking care of your feet is so paramount, especially in like in those areas and situations. Whether you're yeah. a pro golfer and you're walking, a caddy, or just a hostess that doesn't have a chair, you know. <laughs> Yeah, for real though. I mean, my yeah, my feet are are kind of hurting right now. But after this, I'm about to go out and putt for a while. Nice. Because uh, I guess we can just go into my last. Um, well, we'll just so after after I left Clovernook, we Paige and I flew back to LA, and the next day I had to be in Palm Springs for the SoCal Open. And so, like, I have no expectation, you know, just got off the plane at, like, 11.30, didn't get home until 12.30. Um, 
And luckily I had an afternoon tea time. So I think I teed off at like 1230, but the next day. So I drove another three hours that morning. And somehow shoot like one over par on my front nine. I'm just like, again, I'm just like, all right, let's just see what I can do. You know, this isn't that big of an event. I'm playing in a bigger event this week, but just wanted to get some reps in. And I turn at one over. Um, I, what happened? Okay. So I part my first three holes and then I hit my recently, I've hit my driver. Like the driver has been the best club in my bag the last like three weeks, which is not usually a strength for me, but for whatever reason, I'm just hitting the ball so good right now. But anyway, I hit, I'm in the middle of fairway about like 140 out and I hit a wedge and there was a ton of wind in, uh, in our face and it just kind of balloons up and goes in a bunker, ended up making double in the middle of the fairway. So I'm like pissed. Then the next hole or the next three holes, I go Eagle birdie birdie to bring it back. And then I go par par uh, birdie to finish and shoot 68. Nice. So, so I was like kind of pumped after that. I was like, wow, I had no, literally no expectation. Like I said before, but uh, walking with this nice little 68, I was pretty happy about that. Um, so the next day I turn at even par, just kind of cruising, like putts aren't dropping. I live, I think I lived out like four putts within eight feet for birdie on that front nine. So not like happy about it, but you know, even par, you're still like right there. And then the 10th hole, it's like this really weird tee shot. It's like a blind tee shot, 400 yard par four. Like out of bounds right there's like another hole to the left but i didn't know that there was another hole to the left like when you're looking at the hole it kind of looks like left is the worst you could go but anyway the worst club in my bag right now is my freaking hybrid dude and i think i've told you about this before but this thing i can't figure it out but i hit it way right and it stayed in bounds luckily and so I could have, so like I could just easily chip out, but like the ego in me and thinking like, oh shit, I need to do something special. I try to slice a six iron around the trees <laughs> and it goes dead straight into the desert. I end up making triple bogey and just shit down my leg. I think I missed the cut by uh, two, but, but yeah, dude, it was, it was a rough one. I, I, and then, like, the last, like, three holes, I thought that I had to birdie out to make the cut. And I pressed a little. I birdied my 17th hole, then doubled my last hole. So, it was a roller coaster of emotion that day. But but it happens. So, I missed the cut there. But it was just nice to get back out and play. The 68 is pretty good playing, though, eh? Yeah, I'll take it. I mean – like I just gotta stop making these like big numbers, man. It's it's exhausting because like that double from the middle of the fairway that shouldn't happen. I mean that should be at most a bogey. Like at worst, you know, especially with a wedge in your hand. Yeah. And then like if I just chipped out on ten and make bogey, I'm still right there, not pressing, you know, not like frustrated kind of get in my own way kind of thing 
but yeah, the the mini tour grind is real. Yeah, I, I totally feel you. I've been there and just got to keep plugging through, you know, on to the next one. And how'd it go today, though? Well, yeah. to finish to finish off that uh, – oh, okay, never mind. That was, that was the term before. The term before, I hit, like, 30 or 36 screens and um, – 25 28 fairways and i shot like four over par <laughs> okay but today was more of the same i hit every fairway and i hit 16 greens and i shot one over every again fairway? every fairway all nice. 14 and uh the one hole i bogeyed was a par five i had like 260 in a little downwind and I tried to step on my hybrid, and I pulled it left into the hazard. And um, I was smart about this one. I just chipped out, but made bogey. This hybrid needs to get out of my bag, dude. <laughs> Sounds like it, dude. What, uh, what, what are you gonna do to get it out? You got something to replace it, or I have a two iron, but I don't know, man. It's like. The last time I had the two two iron in my bag, I was in Florida and I turned it three. I think I told this on the podcast, but I turned it like three under. And on the tenth hole, I uh, double crossed my two iron. It goes in the water, and then I did the same thing on the thirteenth hole, and it went in the water. So it's like <laughs> the the gap from the four the four iron and the three wood right now is. A struggle and I feel like I feel like that gap's kind of important because that's like your go for the green and two club and your should be a go-to tee shot club like if you need something like anywhere between 230 to uh, 260 range so right now I might as well just be playing with 13 clubs in my bag no I I feel you because I try to put emphasis on that, or at least have every yard covered from there, from like that two twenty to two fifty five mark. You know, two sixty yeah. is when it gets a little bit more difficult because it's like, do I step on a hybrid, or do I choke down on a three wood, or do I do I get real steep with a three wood and then spin it with it? You know, so. Yeah. Um, but no, like two twenty five to two fifty is kind of like something where you need need that club. So, yeah. Also, you yeah. you gave me you gave me a thought that I was talking about this with someone recently. I think it'd be cool if golf. It, we get we could do this for one of our change topics if we ever want to bring it up again. But I think it would be cool if golf like limited the number of clubs you could use. In golf, like maybe there was ten clubs you use. Like it was with Matthew. Now that I'm thinking, now that I think more about it, so Matt and I were talking about that. Which ones would you use, or which clubs would you take out? You can only use ten. Yeah, you, only... you just you reminded me of it because you said that um, you feel like you're playing with thirteen clubs right now. Yeah, and I, f- and I feel like it's just 
that gap, like what we just said, is an important gap. But um, I would need, if I had to take out four clubs, I'd probably take out my. Oh man, I'd probably take out like pitching wedge, eight iron, six iron, and four iron, and then put a three iron in. Okay. Pretty smart. I like the dispersion. Yeah, or if you're more of like an even guy, like you could even go take out my. I don't know. I feel like that's like, I feel like that's the best, the best gap because seven iron is very like, very in the middle, and then you have your long five iron and nine iron. You can hit anywhere between like, I don't know. I can hit my nine iron anywhere between one thirty to one seventy. So. Flex on a mic. How much yeah, well, balls press too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, if we're gonna do this exercise, I mean, what would you take out? Uh, probably about the same. Maybe I don't know. Like, I'm pretty set with my wedges right now. Like my sixty, my fifty-four, forty-eight. I like that. That um, difference in degrees, variation. Um, yeah, I mean, eight, six, four, hybrid, maybe. Yeah. Probably that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the only way you should, you could do it because you need all your wedges and your woods are important, so... Have have you ever had a five wood in your bag? <laughs> a long time ago. I mean, it's been like ten years, probably. I would never put one in my bag, but like I've thought about it because, like I said, this gap is. It's, I'm kind of kicking myself because I finally put those uh, ZX seven irons in my bag, but they I never got. I didn't ask for a three iron, so it just it's up to. Obviously, pitching wedge to four, but I take out my pitching wedge and use a 46 degree. But um, I'm kind of pissed I didn't get a three iron because the way I hit these irons, dude, it's like I missed one today. And I know we've talked about, like, I know I brought it up the other day about another day in another pod about how I just like hitting blades. But today I hit, there's a short par three that's like very, it's, like sneaky difficult because these greens are so firm and it's it could get like really windy here but it was like one let's say 155 and i hit like this little nine iron and i hit it i didn't feel like i hit it good at all i was just and there's a bunker right before the green that's pretty deep and uh and the pin was way up front so if you hit it in that bunker it's a very difficult shot but i hit this nine iron and i missed it and I was yelling for it to go, and it went the exact yardage that I wanted it to go. So yeah, I don't know, if, I don't know if it's like me just playing blades for so long, like you know when you miss it, it it's going to show. But I don't know, yeah. man. Like if if I had this three iron, I I think I'd be happy. But I'm tired of ordering clubs and waiting for forever for them to come and. 
I just need to figure out this this situation. Well, if there's any golf companies out there that want to send you a three iron, I'm sure they're that are listening. I'm sure that they uh, wouldn't mind. Someone like yeah. Indy, Indy wedges, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you guys have a uh, extra stiff shaft three three iron or two iron, let me know because I'm in desperate need, <laughs> and all all my drop shots are coming from this from this gap. So I might roll with the two iron tomorrow, but I'm trying to figure out when I've used it. I don't see why not. Yeah, it's just you know I've just uh I got it like a few weeks ago. Like I, I had a tailor-made one, and I returned it. I got – and, I, you know, I just got, like, credit for it. And then I, like, went back after my collapse at SoCal, and I bought this uh, this Titleist two iron that was in my bag when my clubs got stolen, like, same specs and everything. But, you know, I just haven't used it, so I might just throw it in for shits and gigs because – if I look at this hybrid any longer, it's going to snap in half. <laughs> yeah, get it out. Give it, uh, give it a different look. Is there any way you could incorporate that two iron and like kind of finesse it out there? I'm trying to think. I mean, there's only two holes that I would need it, and it's on both the par five. So, so I might. But the only thing is, it's so firm out here. I need something to go a little higher. My and the way my hybrid, like when I hit it well, it's perfect. Like it, it flies perfect. It, it lands well, but it well. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, might as well just take it out. But I, I'll throw it in, and then if I have to use it, I'll just play for the roll. Who knows, man. But yeah. but, yeah, so I shot a uh, – wait, did I finish saying about the strata or just get the stats? 14 fairways, 16 greens, um, 36 putts, one for two up and down, 17 pars and a bogey. <laughs> hmm. Boring day, very dry out there. You got the cassetta. Yeah, I mean – No birdies. No birdies. It was a dry one. I mean, seventeen pars is still good, though. Um, I think. Yeah, just like when you give yourself so many opportunities, well, like you know, you have... when you when you hit a bunch of greens, like that could be like a very like flawed stat because what if you're just hitting them to forty feet every time? But I was hitting it close, man. Well, the good news is you're making one bogey, you know? You made one bogey today. One mistake. Or one mistake yeah. on a scorecard from, from the looks of it. It's my hybrid mistake. And there, take it out. Or just, like, <laughs> have better have a different, like, course management strategy whenever you, when you come up to that shot next time, too. Yeah, I hit it twice today. The other one was, like, a, de- was like a good missed shot, but... Let's go. Going for a par five and two, and the greens like this green on. There's two par fives, obviously, because it's par seventy. But 
the first par five is the second hole and out of bounds off the green is probably two paces to the left. Whoa. Yeah. So I was sitting pretty from about like 145 or 145, 245. And I was just, you know, this thing's got to go to the right. (laughs) So I just hit it up like probably 20 yards to the right, chipped on like 10 feet and missed it. Mm. Story of the day. Did you um did you play at Mac? I did. How'd that go? I shot seventy six and I did not hit a fairway until hole number fourteen. Yikes. So, yeah. But yeah. I that was getting a workout. They got a big workout. I hit lots of wedges from about two hundred yards out. Not <laughs> up not at the green either. Is it wet? It rained the night before, but I teed off in the afternoon, so it wasn't wet. I mean, the grass was thick, but greens were slower. Like, I was leaving a lot of putts short than um, than years past. But, yeah, I just – I kept missing everything to the right. Like, I didn't miss one – I did not have a bad miss to the left at all. Like, I pulled maybe one or two. But for the most part, everything I had was, like, missing right, and I was push-fading it right for the most part. And, um, yeah, it kind of bit me in the butt until about hole 14, and then I kind of turned the heater on and smothered one on 18 and hit it long, and that's that was an impossible up and down. So I just hit it, to the, hit it on the green and tried to make a putt from about 25 feet per par, but no, I mean, I went birdie, eagle. I should have went eagle, eagle on 14, 15. And then I should have went birdie, birdie on 16, 17. I missed like a five-footer. Like just slightly tugged it offline and then it whipped out high. And then on 17, I had a putt straight up the hill I thought was breaking slightly and it didn't move at all. So, um, yeah, I could have like gotten it back and real easily and just made like the comeback of a century, but – um, it wasn't the case, but I mean, I, I didn't give up. I kept my head high and, you know, I thought that I thought I was playing tough and like for the most part, I played well, but just got to kind of get minimize minimize the mistakes that I make on the, like the one or two bad holes that I have each round, you know, just kind of like what you were talking about earlier too so yeah i played with this kid this younger guy this younger kid and he was asking me what i thought the difference between like guys on mini tours or like developmental tours and the guys up top and and i truly believe it's just the guys up top just don't make mistakes they well they do but they eliminate them or they they come back from them like if they make a big number, they're they're able to come back, or they don't make big numbers, you know. So once you get rid of that and get rid of some three putts, maybe maybe like some bad tee shots. Like it's just the little things, man. Like it's like you definitely have the talent. It's just you know course management and missing at the right spot, or you know stuff like that. 
Yeah, I'd say like the, I mean the big numbers or like the bad holes that I had were definitely something like that. I was just missing in the wrong spot. Nothing a little practice and playing can't fix, you know. Hundred percent. Uh, glad I'm glad you're knocking on the right door too. I'll tell you what, man. I haven't hit the ball good in like seven years. And the fact that that's my strength right now makes me sleep so well at night. And I'm about to go putt for like two hours after we do this. Because that will come back. Because I've always been a pretty decent putter and my short games have been pretty good. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty good feeling when, when you see results. Yeah, also, side note, Dorn just texted me saying he had 39 putts at Nagatiwa. And he said he immediately ordered a new putter and put a new grip on his current putter right after the round. (laughs) I was texting earlier about playing this week, so I'm looking forward to seeing the new putter. (laughs) Or seeing the new grip. Yeah. (laughs) I just asked him what putter he got. That's so funny. Every time I have a a good ball shaking around and poor putting around, I text him like, dude, I think I'm you now. His response, I texted him today after my round and said, I've turned into you. And he goes, oh, no, that's not good. And then he goes, I need to know how many putts. (laughs) (laughs) So funny, dude. (laughs) I love it. But, yeah, so uh, I got hopefully two more rounds here at uh, the Desert Financial Open is what they call it. And then I'm playing in – I don't know what it is on Sunday. It's like some pro-am or team event out here. So I'm here until in Phoenix or Scottsdale until uh, Sunday. And then I'm having another tournament ne- next week, Monday and Tuesday in Long Beach. So the schedule's uh, ramping up. But next weekend I'm going out of town for fun reasons. Fun reasons? Yeah, Paige is a show in Vegas, and then she's playing uh, uh, the Sunset Music Festival in Tampa, so I'm just going to follow her around all weekend. Nice. Yeah, have some fun. Not stress about golf. Dude, that's not I, – I mean, you guys, that's your guys' getaway thing. Just keep on doing it. So, I mean, if you're shooting 68 coming back from these trips too, then – by all means, yeah. Do what do whatever makes you tick. Yeah, I don't have a. Yeah, I've been about to be playing like four events in three weeks, so a little break after won't hurt, especially after telling you about my whole foot situation. But, but yeah, what do you do? You have anything coming up? Well, get this foot better. I was supposed to play a bigs in the Outer Banks, well, the Inner Banks of the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And I was just beat, so I called up the tour director today, and I was like, hey, man, is there any chance I can withdraw and and whatnot? Because I was supposed to play in, like, this, like, shootout thing, too. It's a big tournament, kind of like Clovernook Open. They have this shootout where it's, like, a knockout-style um game where you play alternate shot with like a sponsor and 
and a pro, and there's 10 teams, and they eliminate a team after every hole. I was supposed to do that tomorrow. And I was like, man, just I need some time to get this foot better and, like, get my mind right and just get centered and back in the right frame of mind for the next tournament and not just, like, run into the next one, you know. So um, just kind of slowing down this week. And then I got a tournament in Virginia Beach next week with the G Pro Tour. And um, looking to play Canapolis Open after that, Irish Creek the week after for the G Pro Tour too. So I got two of those events and then um, U.S. Open qualifying for my two brothers. So I think they're both going to Springfield. They don't have the, the site assignments yet, but they're more than likely going there. So I'll loop for one of them. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Um, I might be playing a G Pro and they go in July, don't they, or no? No. August they don't? is what they do. Damn. Okay. Is there anything in the Carolinas in July? Uh, there's like the Carolina Mountain Tour and like uh, Coastal Players Tour and Gator Golf Tour, but nothing like big, big, I don't think. Okay. Because uh, I might be going out to Charlotte mid-July, so might try to find something to play out there. Oh, yeah, man. Well, let me know if you're out this way. I don't know exactly where I'll be yet, but we will uh, get together if we're in the vicinity of each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about anything that's going on with the PGA championship or – Not really, because I don't know anything. I've been kind of out of the loop, just trying to recharge. So if you want to talk about it, you can, but I think we can save it for tomorrow or another another time after after it finishes up. Well, I know we have a guest coming on tomorrow. For the people who don't don't know, uh, Jared Howard, our friend from you know junior golf, my college roommate, played together at Cincinnati, but he wants to. Apparently, he wants to talk to me about Tiger and how whatever I said about Tiger was was wrong, and he's going to prove me wrong. And, and oh, you so know. I got someone on my team. Yeah, and he he <laughs> said he wanted he said he wanted Cap on, and I said there's no chance Cap is coming on. <laughs> we'll we'll save that for uh, because I know I think I'm going to bring it, from what it sounds like. I think I'm going to have to bring the gloves. So. Well, it's gonna be two. It's gonna be you and Jared versus me, apparently. And he's uh-huh. he's texting me pretty amped up. Um, <laughs> but uh, the only thing I wanted to to talk about in regards to the PGA Championship is one. The, the main reason is Tiger says he thinks he can win, which is which is great to hear, you know. And he actually sounds like he believes it. But also, Phil not playing. He's not yeah. defending his title. What's up with that? What's well, the fucking Saudi thing and the PJ Tour? Just that they come out and say like we're here if Phil wants to play, but like I don't know. I've I have a bunch of these articles saved on my phone, and 
I just I just don't get it. Nothing nothing really makes sense. Phil's just like not playing because he just doesn't want to play, or he's like kind of trying to stick it to the PGA Tour. Um, I I don't think he's allowed to play. I think they said like, hey, you can take a back seat for a while, and he's got to serve his sentence out. You think so? I think so. That's what I think. Jared says he knows some people in regards to uh, in regards to Phil, so maybe he can, no pun intended, fill us in. But um, also, I saw Justin Justin Thomas uh, repost the prices at the PGA Championship for for like food and beverages. Mick Ultra is eighteen dollars. Damn. I a, did see that. Yeah, cocktail that. cocktails are fifteen dollars. Stella's nineteen dollars. A seltzer's nineteen dollars. Dude, PGA Tour is growing the game. They're growing like inflation. Growing their wallets. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't I just I, see it. Yeah, no. Like all this shit's just so negative. I. It's it's annoying, but hey, what are you gonna do? I'm, we're just here to bitch about it. Hmm. But we got our own shit to worry about. We're playing our own shit. Fuck the PGA Tour, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just. Who knows? Maybe we'll make a couple more Clovernick Opens and uh, just make our yeah. own. Make our own yeah. Saudi League. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um. No, that sucks though. Hate to see it, but hopefully uh, it doesn't last too long. Because I mean, I, like, I see it. Like, I don't see why there's any reason why Phil Mickelson should be playing. He takes care of his body. It's not like he's injured unless something catastrophic happens, you know, that we don't know about. Yeah, I mean, it's just a weird. So like we said in our last episode, like it's just he, he got canceled. Mm-hmm. Like it's he's getting blackballed for the most part. You know, it's like being shadow banned on TikTok or Instagram. Like I just don't like no one really gets why you're just nothing's popping up. Right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what I got to say about all that bullshit. But you have anything else? Nah, I got a good would you rather. Oh, thank God. Spit off of. Oh, hold on. Before you, before you say that, so this is what I actually wanted to lead with, but since we're already 40 minutes in, I'm just going <laughs> to say it now. But I think it should not be allowed, and we all know my love for Chipotle, but it should not be allowed to go there and order more than two orders. Do you agree? Yeah, it's like a two beer kind of thing. I, I'm with it unless it's like a advanced order, like pick up. Order. Yeah, do, do it online. Yeah, do it online. This guy came in with a sheet of paper with seven different orders. Seven. Dude, dude I I was behind him and I was I was driving out here to Scottsdale. Like it was like mid drive. I'm like, oh, get your way because you know always have way and. I had to stand behind this guy. Oh, dude, it was all I could think of was like, this is 
This shouldn't be allowed. How are they letting this this happen? There's a line of 15 people behind me. It, uh, it was just frustrating. Anyway, hit me with your word you rather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I just had I just had a vent. I just had a vent. I understand your frustration. I've been there. <laughs> um, would you rather? Okay. Would you rather play all par fives the rest of your life or all par threes? Par fives. You get a little bit of everything. Yeah, but I just get exhausting, you know? You get a little bit of everything with par threes. I mean, No, you can't hit driver. I mean, it'd be more fun to play par threes because you're just hitting like... You can play a par three where you can hit driver. I mean, just because it's a par, a par three doesn't mean it's not 300 yards, you know? It's a, it's a bad hole. Like Oakmont number eight, it's a bad hole. Par threes are meant for... Like a long iron should be... A hybrid should be the most you hit on a par three. We'll agree to disagree there. Would you rather play? <laughs> Would you rather hit nothing but drivers? Or all right, here's a practice one for you. Rather, would you rather spend the rest of your time on the putting green or the rest of your time on the driving range? The driving range. Okay. Who about you? Probably driving range. Smoke it while I got it. Use my body while I can. Even though it is fun to putt, yeah. I'm like, I'm picturing Ben Hogan on my right shoulder right now telling me if I don't say that. I'm like, not allowed in golf, God heaven, if I ever have a chance to go there. It's all preference, you know? Mm-hmm. I love both. I love putting. I love chipping. I love driving. I love hitting irons. I love wedging. If you, know? you could hit, if you could hit one club on the range, for the seven iron. Yeah, I think I'd hit an eight iron. Maybe, maybe a seven. Either of those. Give me like a good blade seven iron, dude. The best. Fuck yeah. I love blades. I know. I know. I'm playing these so fucking good. I'm playing these fucking cavity backs right now and it's not the same, but I'm hitting it so good right now that I can't even I can't even complain. But every time well, I look I have down cavity it, backs in my bag, but I know you said that those I mean, these are a little, a little bulkier. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. They're good though. They feel they feel amazing, but like if there's a reason I, I don't use a pitching wedge like out of the set because I just like that like sleek look when you look down at it. Yeah. Like a Vokey or something. Yeah, I actually just got that. I I hit Cleveland wedges, but I actually just got a Vokey forty six. They came in? Yeah, they finally came in. Yeah, ultimate I, celebration. Yep, and I just uh, got my put my pitching wedge shaft on a forty-six degree head. So, <laughs> desperate times just, call for desperate measures, right, Mike? I mean, I tell you what, dude. I was, 
I've been in I've been in way too many golf stores the last two weeks trying to figure out this hybrid situation, and I'm bringing it up again. But golf stores suck, dude. Like to someone who, if you're not if you're better than a five handicap, golf stores aren't good. Like they have good clothes, obviously, but when it comes to clubs, if your swing speed's over one ten, good luck trying to find a club. Yeah, these are all regular shafts, up. all regular shafts, all stiff shafts. Um, and then you have to like test your luck with the used clubs. Like, like, Oh, is this one an X? You know, is this shaft going to be good? It, it's just like for guys like you or me, we can't walk into a golf store and buy and just take something off the rack, which is frustrating. I know. Well, the good news is like, we do have ways to get it. And there are certain shops like that, but they're just tough to find kind of. Yeah, I mean, they are tough to find. Um, I don't know. I just – and it's funny when you're looking for clubs and you ask, like, one of the workers there, like, hey, do you have any, like, X-stiff that always give you the look, like, are you sure you can hit that? Mm-hmm. You know, because they don't know. And I would probably give, them, give someone the same look if they asked me. But Right. But it's just, yeah, it's funny. But yeah, golf stores kind of suck in that regard. If you're better than a fan. Golf stores suck. (laughs) Name of the episode. Step it up, Golf Galaxy. I mean, Golf Galaxy. Maybe it's just Roger Dunn out out on the West Coast. I, I don't know. The PGA Superstore isn't great. It's good. Great. Again, great for like apparel stuff. But man, when it comes to clubs, they have everything except what you need. Exactly, one thousand percent, dude. There's so much bullshit in these stores. It's so funny. You just like walk through these aisles and you're like, "Who buys this? Uh-huh. Like, why did Callaway make this? You know, like, who's this for?" And then, you know, then like 10 years down the road, you see it like in the used club pile. And you're like, yeah, of course no one wants this. Yep. Yep, most definitely. Yeah. All right. And you good? You anything else? No, I just said, I was just going to say, you want to plug it and then uh, call it one? Yeah. Um, Next week, we have a guest, Jared Howard. I know I already mentioned it, but old college teammate we're gonna he's apparently he has some stuff to yell at me about so we'll have some good banter there and then follow traveling athlete pod on instagram follow me at michael golf on instagram and tiktok dave follow david wetterick instagram dream catcher golf co instagram and youtube um Clovernook open as well if you want to check it out we'll have like a little recap clip coming out in the next week or so as well so be on the lookout for that too kind of explaining the week and um, yeah excited to see what Zach Wells and Joe Danham Danaman can do some Cincinnati videographers that work for um, the respective news stations so it'll be fun excited to look out for it but anyways yeah those accounts we plugged them again we had a good talk. Mike, this is awesome. Yep. Also, last thing. Please 
give us five stars and write a review. If you write a review, take a screenshot it, take a screenshot of, of it and DM it to either my account or the traveling athlete account or Dave's account. And I'll send you one of the shirts we had made up that I'm going to post about this week. So if you do all that, you get a free shirt, support the pod, let us keep this thing going. So, and then, you know, maybe share it to a few friends. Why not? Exactly. Everything he just said. (laughs) All right. Let's get out of here. Peace. All right. See you, Dave. Oh, shit. We got to do it again, dude. Let the lens cap out.